I'm focusing on my love life at the moment. I'm focusing on my love life. And I'm making sure that I have love surrounding me, that I have love within me, and that I have that I'm walking with love and that I'm moving with love. I'm definitely in love. And there's this thing that I'm in love with, and that's money. Money is my man, y'all. <laughs> money has been the root of my happiness. I know that sounds very like superficial, but here, here's what, here's what, right? So money has allowed for me to heal my life. I've been able to invest in my mental health. Okay. I've been able to have a therapist, invest in meditations, invest in different things such as yoga. Um, you know, I've been able to have money to put towards my spirituality. You know, I, I have crystals, I have sage, I have herbs, you know what I'm saying? And not only that too, but my ancestors, they love money too. So what do I do? My ancestors is on payroll. I make sure I put money into my money cup in my altar and I make sure that I sage it and I bless it. And, you know, I pray with my crystals and things like that. I even invested in tarot cards and oracle cards so I could be able to diagnose what's going on in my life so I could be able to fix my shit. So that's what money has done for me. And that's why I love money, you know. Gotta say thank you to my man. <laughs> my man. Thank you to my man. M money is the man in my life. You know? Yeah, money don't buy happiness, but it sure brings security and growth. I don't depend on money for my happiness. However, money is a tool and I use it to bring forth security and growth into my life. I work hard, I work hard, I work my ass off every motherfucking day. I only get three days off during the week. Fuck three, two. Let's be technical about it, two. I get two days off during the week and the rest of the days I'm working my ass the fuck off. I'm working my ass off so I could be able to have more days off during the week. I work my ass off so I could be able to have choices in my life. I work my ass off so I could be able to rest. I work my ass off so I could be able to have fun. Like I said, money don't buy happiness, but it sure brings security and growth. So because I work hard and, so, and because I'm a hustler, and when I say by hustler, I don't mean like I, I hustle people out of shit or I try to sell some shit to somebody. Absolutely not. I take care of people. I am a healer. I take care of people. Like I said, I work in the healthcare field. So I take care of people. That's how I make my money. The type of man that I need in my life has to be a healer. He has to be emotionally intelligent. He has to be... Um, 
yeah, he has to be emotionally intelligent. He has to be intelligent mentally. Not only that too, but he has to be balanced within himself. He has to be healed. Okay. My man has to have a career. Like I said, I don't fuck with them thugs. I don't fuck with street niggas. My man has to have a career. He has to have a job. He has to be employed. Doesn't matter if he's self-employed. Doesn't matter if he's employed. He has to have a career. My man has to have certificates and trades and degrees up under his belt. I'm not taking no nigga that work at McDonald's. I'm sorry. I'm not taking no nigga that work at McDonald's. I'm not taking no nigga that work at Target. I'm not taking nobody that that work at them type of places. I'm taking somebody. He got to work in healthcare. He got to work in STEM. So he got to either be a scientist, a, a, um, work in technology, an engineer, or in the medical field. That's the man that I need. My man has to have a career. Okay. He has to be an intellectual king and an emotionally intelligent God. That's what my man, let me say that again for the slow niggas in the back. My type of man has to have a career. He has to be an intellectual king and an emotionally intelligent God. My man has to be wise. My man has to be interchangeable. He has to be willing to adapt with me, not for me, with me. Key word, with me. He has to be a career man. He has to have a career. He has to be intelligent. He has to be smart. He has to be able to be mentally ingenuous. Okay. And he has to be emotionally intelligent. When I say emotionally intelligent, I mean, he has to be aware of his feelings. He has to be willing to channel his emotions in a positive way. He has to be able to put a cap on his emotions. And he has to truly understand that emotions are just emotions. They are not that serious. He has to be able to deal with his emotions and let them flow and let them exist and let them go. All right. That's the type of man I need in my life. Because, you know, my love is fluid. My energy is fluid. Don't matter who I come across. It doesn't matter who I come across. People fuck with me because they know that I have love in my heart. They know that I'm truly a lover. They know that my energy is pure. They know that my energy is fulfilling. My energy is happiness. My energy is growth. My energy is healing. So my energy is fluid. Rather, if you, you know, a lot of times I could be in my masculine energy and be logical and really just be focused on the things that I have to do. And then I can go into my feminine energy and really just be domesticated, you know, making sure my home is nice, making sure I'm beautified, making sure my emotions is in check, making sure that I'm dealing with my emotions so I don't have to hold them and harbor them and making sure that my emotions are let go and just really caring for me and truly understanding myself and really being there for me, giving myself hugs, taking care of myself, getting my nails and my toes done making sure my hair is done, making sure my body is clean, uh, making sure everything in my household is taken care of. 
You know what I'm saying? But also making sure that I'm healing, making sure that I'm loving myself, making sure that I'm telling myself that everything is going to be okay and addressing my my wounds. So my like I said, my energy is very fluid. I have a big, huge balance with my masculine and my fi- and my feminine energy. But what people also need to understand too is that I'm very discerning because I know that these are the traits and the qualities that I exude with my energy. I'm also protective of my energy. I don't allow anybody to come into my energy. I do not. If I have a bad feeling about somebody, if I know that their energy is not matching my energy, I will make sure it's cut off. I will block you out of my energy. I'm very discerning. And that's because I learned from things in my past. I have allowed people who were not good for me to be in my energy. And because I wanted to see the potential in someone, I wanted to see, you know, wanted to really like see the better in people. But one of the things I come to learn is that fuck potential. You can't see potential in people. Potential really doesn't matter. Because you can see the potential in somebody when they're just a straight up asshole, they're karmic, their energy is dark, they're just all kinds of fucked up. And the problem is, is that I refuse to be around fucked up individuals. I refuse to be around fucked up people. I'm, I refuse to be around fucked up individuals. Ain't no potential in that. If you're around a motherfucker and he's a fucked up person, his life ain't together, and he likes to make excuses after excuses after excuses about why his life ain't together, cut that nigga off. Cut that bitch off. Cut it off. So that's what I'm saying. My my love is fluid. My energy is fluid. But I use discernment. My energy is also discerning too. I use discernment. I don't play around. People people say, you know, oh, well, she comes off as stuck up. She comes off as, as stuck up and unapproachable and this, this, that, that. No, I'm not stuck up. I'm not stuck up. I'm not unapproachable. But what I am not is I'm not a bullshitter. And I'm not with the bullshit of people, places, and things. Here's the reality. I'm about to say something. And it's going to piss a lot of people off. It's going to piss a lot of people off. But this is the truth. The truth has to be spoken. The truth has to, has to be spoken, okay? Love cost. Let me say that again for the broke niggas and bitches in the back. Love cost. Love cost. Love cost. What is, what is the currency? Energy. Energy. Energy is expensive. When you're dealing with love, love is expensive. Love is expensive. You hear the term a lot, love don't pay the bills. And while that may be true, while that may be true, love don't pay the bills. But here's another thing, love cost. I don't have time to be sitting around with a broke nigga. I don't have time to be hanging around broke bitches. I don't have time to be dealing and hanging around broke ass motherfuckers with broke ass mindsets. I ain't got time for that shit. Love cost. Let me let, let me let me let y'all know about me, okay? I have a lifestyle that I have to upkeep. And I've gained this lifestyle by myself. Okay? I gained this lifestyle by myself. 
okay? When it came to me getting my nails done, when it comes to me getting my toes done, my hair done, when it comes to me eating out at all of the best restaurants, when it comes to me having the best things in life surrounding me, when it comes to my schooling, when it comes to my skills, when it comes to my employment, when it comes to everything I do, everything ain't free. Everything costs. So when I'm dealing with a man, okay, I need for the man to come correct. If you a man, you cannot be broke dealing with me. I don't care. I don't deal with no broke niggas. So let me tell you something. I don't do the 50-50. I don't do the 50-50. And I don't do, I, I don't do none of that. I do 100 100 That's what I do. If I'm bringing something to, I'm bringing everything to the table and I want the man to bring everything to the table too. We bring in 100% to the table, 100% from me, 100% from you. That's what we bring into the table. This ain't no 50, 50. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not bringing half to the table. And you bring a half to the table. That's some bullshit. And we need to get rid of that concept of 50, 50 or 1% to 100. We need to get rid of that. Get rid of that fucking mindset because ain't no such thing. You're going to bring 100% to the table and I'm going to bring 100% to the table. Love cost. So that's why I make sure that I have passion and really stay consistent in everything that I do. When it comes to myself, I'm very passionate and I'm very consistent. I make sure that I work hard and make sure that I implement things in my life that will bring stability and security into my life. Okay? Love cost. It just does. So I make sure that I'm very passionate in everything that I do. When it comes down to the lovemaking, I'm passionate in that. I'm very, very passionate. And I'm very, very consistent as well. I'm very, very loyal. I'm very loyal. When I'm with a man and I see that he is being the best man that he could ever be, I will give to that. I will add to that. I won't take. I'm not a taker. I'm a giver. I'm a lover. I am a real, true lover. That's just who the fuck I am. And I'm, I'm not changing that about myself. So, I am the Oracle and WAP. I am the Oracle and WAP. And in case you guys don't know what that is, I have done episodes on this podcast where I've titled um, The Oracle and WAP. In case you guys don't know what it is, The Oracle and WAP, The Oracle is the messenger. The Oracle is the healer. The Oracle is the messenger. Okay? That's what The Oracle is. And WAP is an oracle with feminine energy, aka wet ass pussy energy. Okay? So, I am the messenger who happens to have very feminine energy. Okay? That's just what it is. So when I do episodes and I title them The Oracle and WAP, that's because I'm bringing a message. I'm bringing a message with feminine energy. That's what I do. Okay? And I want to say this as well because, you know, I am a Gemini. You know, Gemini's, we get a bad rap for being two-faced and whatever the fuck else people want to label us as. First off, as a Gemini, I have feelings. I have feelings. I feel shit, okay? I feel my feelings. And sometimes in the inside, I can I have a habit of taking certain shit to heart, 
Okay. And when those feelings come and when those feelings arises, I deal with them. I deal with my feelings. Okay. I have a certain way that I deal with my feelings and I happen to intellectualize my feelings. Okay. I happen to be a therapist to my heart. Okay. So sometimes I wear my heart on my sleeve. I try not to. Most times I don't, but sometimes I do. Okay. I have feelings. And that's why when I meet people or when somebody comes up to me and they want to be in a relationship with me and shit like that, I usually let them know, come correct. Are you sure this is what you want to do? Come correct. Come correct. Don't play with me. Don't play with my feelings. Don't play with my heart. Don't play with my intellect. I just, just certain shit that I don't, mm -mm, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't play with me. That's why I, I'm, the, I'm the first Gemini to say it. I have feelings. I do. I fucking have feelings. But what I'm aware of is that my feelings most times are temporary. My feelings most times are temporary. And if I cannot intellectualize my feelings, they're temporary. If I can intellectualize my feelings and actually deal with them, then they become permanent and they become useful for my growth. Okay. So yeah, I deal with my feelings in a very different way, but I want people to understand that this Gemini right here has feelings. I have feelings and I'm very intellectual. I'm very smart. I do not allow my feelings to get me out of character or to drive me into certain things that will be a detriment to me. I do not allow it. Okay. This year, my favorite number is eight. My favorite number is eight. Just recently, I got the angel number 888 tatted on my left hand. It's like right on my left hand, right in between like my finger and my thumb. And I got it tatted there because people always say, well, you know why your left hand? Well, spiritually, your left hand has a lot of meaning. Your spirit, your left hand means abundance, receiving, um, growth, you know. But eight is a very important number to me because eight means abundance, prosperity, growth, and karma. Okay? And... This year is the year of the eight. 2024 is the year of the eight. And I actually got this tattoo done um, two days before the new year. Because I knew what type of year 2024 was going to be for me. And it has pretty huge meaning. So by me having this number, it's just letting me know and letting other people know who I am. That I am very abundant. I'm very prosperous. I have a love in me and surrounding me. Okay. I also come to understand too, that I'm, I'm a very hopeless romantic. I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay. Because I want love. I want love from someone so bad. I want love from someone so bad. But here's what I also had to learn. In order for me to receive love from someone, I have to love myself. I have to give myself the love that, that I couldn't receive from anybody else. Because I keep attracting people who are just shit, who are just trash, doo-doo, garbage. 
I keep attracting people like that in my friend circles in my part in my romantic circles I keep attracting these people and so recently I had to really sit with myself and really dissect myself and really address the traumas of why I keep attracting these shit ass people so now I'm at the point where I had to cut all of these people off I had to throw up the deuces and just really be like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. I don't want nothing to do with y'all. Y'all shit. Y'all trash. Y'all not aligning with me. I'm tired of being around people that don't know what the fuck they want. I'm tired of being around people who just want to be around for a good time and not a long time. I'm tired of being around people that don't know who the fuck they are themselves. I'm tired of being around people that all they want to do is take, take, take and don't want to give, give, give and don't want to participate, participate, participate. I'm tired of that shit. I'm tired of that motherfucking shit. So... It wasn't until I realized, like, damn, I'm really a hopeless romantic. Like, I really want to be loved by a motherfucking nigga. And don't get me wrong, I do want to be loved. I still want to be loved. But until the right motherfucker come, I'm finna love on my motherfucking self. You hear me? I, I don't... There's just certain things with me that I... Certain energies that I just pick up on, you know? So, yeah. So, with that being said... This is the last episode of Don't Kill the Messenger with Dream Nicole, season three. And this was a very long season. I did not really intend to draw it out the way that I have. But the reason why I had to was because I had so much going on. And around the time that I started season three, I started my new, I started this job. Um... And so really, I just been giving my time to this job and trying to adjust to it and trying to like work around it. So I'm finally coming into my own with this job and everything. Um, yeah, I'm finally coming into my own with it. And that's what made this season so long and so drawn out. But I want to give the thanks to the Dream Gods, aka you guys, you guys that stream this episode that stream this whole season. Every time I drop a new episode, y'all always coming through. I want to say thank y'all so much. I want to say thank you to the international community for blowing my podcast up and making it on the top 10 in y'all's countries. Um, shout out to everybody that have an Apple phone or that, you know, go on Apple Podcasts to listen to my episodes. I want to give a big shout out to y'all. Y'all are the best. I couldn't have done this season without any of my any of my fans and supporters. So I want to thank y'all so much for that. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my family. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my, to my sis, Britt. I want to give a huge shout out to her. She has been amazing. The conversations have been awesome. I'm going to give a big shout out to my sister, Shantae. She be calling me a lot and she just be wanting to talk her head off and I just be there to listen. Um, very important person in my life as well. I love y'all. I love her. I love you, Shantae. Um, I love you, Bert. I love y'all a lot. I want to give a big shout out to... My sister, Kida, my sister, Tiana, my brother, Carl. I love y'all. I love y'all to death. Um, I'm going to give a huge shout out to my nieces and nephews. It's so many of y'all. I can't really name all y'all, but y'all know who y'all are. I love y'all. I love y'all a lot. And y'all really mean a lot to me in my life. I want to give a big shout out to my mom. 
me and my mom, we haven't really had the best relationship. However, as of lately, for like the past four or five months, we've been having a really great relationship. We talk a lot and I just really love her and I appreciate her. Um, you know, my mom, she's been trying a lot to get her life together and she's getting it together and she's, she's very great. So I love you, mom. Give a big, huge shout out to my aunt Liz. I love you, Aunt Liz. You're like a, you're, you're pretty much a second mom to me. You raised me. You have truly seen and had potential in who I was and who I am now. And I just want to let you know that I'm doing good. I'm in a very great place. Um, I'm on stability and security time. So, you know, I love you, Aunt Liz. Um, I want to give a real big, huge shout out to. Um, I'm going to give a big, huge shout out to my good friend. Her name is Jen, Jennifer. I want to give a big shout out to her because our journey together has been full of ups and downs and ups. But I think with me and her, we've been able to get it together and really figure out who, who, what it is that we contribute to each other's lives. And I just want to thank her for being there for me and being there with me. I truly, truly love and appreciate you, girl. She be talking to me almost every day. We we used to work together. Um, she watched me go from being a CNA to a PCT. She actually watched me grow. So shout out to her. I truly, truly love her. I love you, girl. Hope if you ain't watching this episode, if you is, just know I love you. And I fucks with you having you, my girl, you my friend, you my dog. Um, I want to give a shout out to, um, I'm going to give a shout out to Spotify for fucking with me. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Spotify for, you know, truly fucking with me, allowing me to be able to do this on, on their platform. I want to give a shout out to Apple, Apple podcast, shout out to GOAT. Y'all always making sure that everybody internationally know who the fuck I am. Shout out to you guys making me number one in five countries so far since I've debuted this podcast in season one. We in season three and season three is even up even more. I also want to give a big shout out to, um, I want to give a big shout out to my roommates, uh, Maggie, Marlena. I fucking love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Um, You guys are just awesome. You know, I I wanted to give a big shout out to y'all for sure. Um, And I love y'all. So, yeah. With that being said, this is Don't Kill the Messenger Season 3 with your girl Dream Nicole. Y'all already know what the fuck going on. This season, I wanted to talk about healing. I wanted to talk about progression. I wanted to talk about just how we can, how I could, how I'm healing myself so the audience out there can be able to take some inspiration from me. I hope that I was a spark in someone's life. I hope I was able to make a difference in someone's life. You know, that means a lot to me. Um, I want to. I was trying to do this with a comedy aspect to it because this is really what it is. It's just comedy for real. But this was also therapy for real as well. This was very therapeutic for me to be able to speak 
because this is not something that I do every day. Every day I get I get up at I work nights, so every day I get up at night. I have to sleep during my days. I get up at night, and I'm just really just just trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really be having time to really sit back and really be in my thoughts and to really talk the way that I do. So I definitely, you know, th this is what this was about this season. This season was kind of different from season two and season one, where I really went into healing and talking about healing and love and things like that. So yeah, um, there's something new coming. I have a new show in the works. Um, it's going to be called The Oracle on the Walk. I don't know if we're going to have it as a morning show or a night show. I'm not sure, but this is something new that I'm working on. So um, Don't Kill the Messenger with Dream Nicole will be a wrap for a while. Um, I'm also going to be working towards, you know, starting nursing school soon as well. I'm also going to be doing a whole lot of other projects and things. So, you know, you guys stay tuned. Follow me on Instagram. I am Dream Nicole. On Instagram, I am Dream Nicole. No caps. Make sure y'all follow me on there. Y'all can also follow me on TikTok, Dream Nicole31. And, you know, with that being said, this is your girl, Dream Nicole. And this is Don't Kill the Messenger with Dream Nicole. Very last episode, season three finale, The Hopeless Romantic. But you already know what the fuck is going on. This is your girl, Dream Nicole. And I just want to say I love y'all. And y'all already know what it is. Peace.